Well, I'm just wondering if he's a chocolatier in the books because Josh well, no, is like, how the hell is it? He was a chocolatier. Well, he owns a chocolate. Please, let's straighten this out. He owns a chocolate factory. Who knows if he makes chocolate? But that's right? the premise okay. he, of the new like movie. Milton Hershey, that guy made chocolate. Yeah, but that's what they're suggesting in the new movie is that Willy Wonka is a chocolatier. Like he has these secret recipes that are yeah. Very he goes special. and gets the Fine. recipes and from the open and I'll and I'd love to be proven that he's a chocolatier when I see this new film that will be released December, whatever it is. All right, well, but, but we understand that it's not like a documentary, right? <laughs> like it's this is all make believe. <laughs> So I don't understand how you're challenging. I, I, I get it. I get it. I get it. You're guys. challenging the reality. Somebody's got to <laughs> understand. Somebody's got to understand what I'm trying but to this say. Guy. How <laughs> dare he be a chocolatier? There's no way. Where are his qualifications? I've never seen it. Never seen him get sugar cane. I've seen the other movies. Never seen any qualifications. I've never, never seen, seen him pick, pick a cocoa bean in my life. Episode sixty-one. Damn. Really getting up there. We're climbing, although we took a month off, so here we are. Number didn't get changed in the show notes, If the show was a person, we'd qualify for AARP. Amen, brother, amen. All right, on this week, on this episode, on 61, Whistlepig, Summerstock, Pit Viper, Limited Edition, Whiskey, quite the label. You right, Josh? Yeah, I'm great. Just putting your hands up. Jazz hands, was I? Oh, I thought I <laughs> maybe you were was... adjusting the mic. I looked over. I thought you were oh, as it was like. Coming I thought out. you were doing right. like a. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, back to the bottle at hand. Uh, Pit Viper sunglasses. Now we've discussed this uh, loosely, sitting in our ki- sitting in the kitchen here at the house. But we're all familiar with Pit Viper glasses, the '80s kind of design yeah. inspired <clears throat> retro style. They're very red. I call them the, the Bret Hart glasses. Yeah. So they have, I suppose, endorsed this bottle of whiskey. I don't know. There's no notes on the bottle. Yeah, Jay didn't say anything about that part of it. He what their was, involvement yeah, was beyond just, was, just the labeling and branding. So that would be my guess. They do have a barcode. Not a barcode. What is this? A thing? QR code. QR you want code. me to scan it real quick and kind of see what happens? You can... It takes you straight to the... Uh, straight to the website? Yeah. Yeah. We don't need to go too far down uh, the rabbit hole, but... Uh, yeah, that's cool. That's all it does. It just loads the website. Whistle There's pit. probably more details yeah. on the Pit Viper uh, limited edition on the website, but nothing on the bottle. It just says sun toasted from 91.4 million miles away. I take it that that's where the sun is at. Allegedly. Okay. Fake news. <laughs> Very good. The alleged um, sun. Okay. Let's, so beyond that. Whistlepig and Pit Viper have teamed up to take the season by the tail, <laughs> ham it up, and big. free pour a glass to our favorite star, the sun. Let's do We're it. proud to be 100% solar powered at the Whistlepig Farm oh, and Distillery wow. okay. and created this limited edition summer stock whiskey to celebrate. All right, baby. There it is. Nice Jeez. little pop. Kick back mm-hmm. on me. It's a very, uh, very weighty. I think it's top. fitting that uh, we start the show with a, with a pop from the court. Because yeah. as a wrestling fan, that's what they call the uh, the crowd reaction Is when the wrestler comes out. They call out. it a pop. It's called the pop. All right. So you'll everybody should experience the weight of the cap as this bottle makes its way around. It's a little weighty. Yeah, it's weighty. Be careful. The 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 bottle is is a little weighty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, this is this is it's pretty dense, cool. dude. You can melt it down. Yeah. Don't uh, once that. this is empty, I might refill it. There you go. Yeah, lie to some people. Mm. 
make them think they're getting the good stuff. Right. Oh, you don't want that. That's just wonder, dirty water. <laughs> I wonder how many people yeah, refill cool. high-end whiskey bottles with just they entry do level. There's got to be a market for no, that. No, but like, I wonder for, like, for average, empty bottles. Who's doing it? How many people would you say? One out of ten. I met a gentleman at work who told me he does it. He had a bottle engraved, and he's yeah. just like, I just buy the but the 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 base level baseline and then just refill it yeah it was like he had the woodward reserve like the whatever yeah. the next level is I got you. now he just buys the regular like one. how many bottles of johnny walker blue are full of canadian club right now? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? benchmark number eight <laughs> inviting all the boys over like let me pour you i got let me you pour you guys some. some of the good shit all right we're gonna sit with that for a minute uh yeah. i watched guardians by the way three the third one, yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, My wife watched it last night. Good for for you the guys. first time. Yeah. Yeah. But you saw it in theaters. I did. Yeah, you did. And you were you were fond of it. You enjoyed it. No? Yeah, yeah. I Not think, so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I, I very much enjoyed it. I think it was a great capsulation of the trilogy. Got a bottle coming your way. Like the, wait on that, Josh? Yeah. So, I am a big Guardians fan. You are. I think I've told you this before. Yeah. Um, in the... MCU, it is my favorite trilogy, like franchise. franchise. I don't know what I'll you would call trilogy, it. Yeah, I don't franchise. know what you franchise you know, probably yeah. it, but um, I have always enjoyed the characters and the storytelling. It's just always been very fun for me. Big fan. I did find the third one to be it's a little dark, a little darker. It's a little sad at times. A little sad, and. Uh, I really enjoyed it, so I'm not trying to take away from it, but I did feel as if it was a little bit pigeonholed on the whole uh, Rocket storyline. It was his movie. It was his movie, very much so, and that's okay, but it kind of felt like I wanted to see Guardians do something a little bit bigger. Guardians, yeah. A little bit more Guardians-esque as their final outing. So it was more of like his origin story, which I really enjoyed. It was great as that. Uh, or great for that purpose, but it would have been nice had we not, because I felt like the entire movie is really just all about getting the passcode. Like that was like the we got to get yeah. start to finish. We wanted more stakes um, rather. I mean, I liked the villain was really good. I thought he was great. I thought the acting was really solid. He, I felt um, like it did fire on a lot of those cylinders. It just for me, I kind of wished we would have gotten past that and then something would have maybe opened up a little bit more of the, because it's yeah. like you finally get this character back and it's kind of, you're at the end of the movie now. Like I kind of wanted to experience him as a guardian for long, for more longer of the movie, than, yeah. Rather than like, we just got to save him, yeah. but it's, you know, it's fine. It was, it was very, I good think that was the family dynamic that James Gunn was preaching so much about. This movie is about family. Their family. Yeah. We got to save one of our own. I think it was a little heavy on that. And Rocket loses a family. Sure. Doesn't know where he comes from. Yes. And then gains this new family, and ultimately they have to save him. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. But then they kind of all disband at the end. So it's kind yeah. of like he finally finds his family, and then they're we're out. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I also, if I want to nitpick, please, I would say. That some of the other characters obviously get sidelined by it quite a bit. The yeah. ro- the rocket story arc really takes front seat. Very the much whole so. Thing. Like the Chris Pratt's 
I've never been home. I've never met my grandfather. That whole story arc, which I'm sure is going to pick back up later on. In yeah, there future was some movies, talk about maybe. him and James Gunn doing a solo. Yeah. Um, it kind Comedy of felt type. like this thing that they just like mentioned throughout. And then at the very end, he was like, I've got to abandon this whole I gotta lifestyle. Go I got to go yeah. home. So it felt as if that was a little bit more of not like an afterthought, but it, everybody breaking up at the end felt a little bit rushed to me. I never felt like everybody yeah. was in a place where they were ready to separate. Yeah. Ready to separate. It felt more like James Gunn's got to go. So we got to send some of these guys the other yeah. way. Like they all kind of get together and it feels very like, I don't know. We have to it give them a happy odd. ending. So let's kind of, let's odd. force the happy ending. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I understand anyway, that. I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. Uh, definitely one of the better MCU outings as of late. So it's good to have that. Yeah. It was sure. very good outing. Gotta have that. I think in the grand, the grand scope of the MCU, I still think it kind of missed the mark on moving the entire overarching franchise of the MCU forward. Yes. I feel like Guardians though has always been a little bit of an outlier yeah. from the, the the main Marvel from continuity. the main MCU like thread. Yeah. You know, like they pop up and they kind of overlap in certain areas. But I feel like it's always been very standalone. Yeah. Because you don't even hear in Guardians, it's not as if they reference Avengers. They don't really reference what's going on in other like character, like arcs that aren't yeah, yeah. in, you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like in a lot of the other movies, everybody's kind of waiting for that cameo, waiting for somebody for something to drop, that, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. drop a reference. Yeah. But in Guardians, I feel like they're very standard. It's a very standalone universe. Yeah. I know it's like a part of the MCU, but no, it you're feels absolutely right, yeah. super removed, yeah. right? And everything else, like every other show or movie that I watch, I'm just waiting for somebody else to show up and be a part of it. Yeah. And um, I, I get, yeah. you know, I get, as a comic book fan, like the, they have to change certain things for a dynamic that will ground it and make it work in film. Yeah. So like, I get it, you know, but you know, it would be nice to, to, to kind of keep the threading, just keep that needle just all throughout, you know, like in the comic books, the high evolutionary is the one that implements the DNA change in Scarlet Witch and, mm. and, the, and Quicksilver. Okay. Uh, and that's how they are. Um, well, it was retcon to that's how they uh, get powers. He was the one that manipulated their DNA. Uh, Adam Warlock plays a very, very major role in the Infinity story, Infinity Saga, which we didn't have him all throughout. Mm -hmm. You know, so I would have thought that at some point he was introduced at the end of the the second one in the pod. And then we go through the, the, the last leg of the Avengers, uh, infinity war and Endgame, And now we just get him in guardians three. Yeah. So, and then, uh, yeah, just one nitpicky thing is that uh, Adam Warlock is, um, a very, he's the cosmic version of vision is the best way I can describe, describe him. him. They really made him childlike in in Guardians Three, and I get it. It was probably for you know just kind of uh, cinematic purposes, but he was very much like a uh, an eight or nine year old boy rather than a very introspective, much like how Vision is to the Avengers. Warlock mm -hmm. is like that for the Guardians. Yeah, and, true. And uh, he just really was just the inverse of that. He's a very and he winds up being a part of the Guardians, I assume. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. He ends up leading them at one point. Gotcha. Stuff like that. So. All right. Yeah. Very good. Well, it was good. <laughs>
That's great. Nitpicking aside, Josh. Doobie. Yes, sir. How are we doing, bud? Uh, what's next? Is that what you wanted? Sorry. No, I was just checking in on you. Oh, well, it's good to have I you was, guys back. I was, um, what does that mean? You guys weren't here last week. No, we we were all here we're last week. No, we, week. oh, that's right. Yeah. We, yeah, none of us were here I was very several weeks prior to that. A second. I'm yeah. tripping. Yeah. That's on me. You're talking like, about yeah. that time when we all, when we weren't here. Yes. Yeah, you yeah. were here. There was a time. My, my weeks blend together. I'm sorry. That's all the, uh, you walk it's into a dispensary yeah. and you walk out with nothing, but somehow it rubbed off. Yeah, nice yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm doing all right. I was just doing some intense research about IMAX and oh. um, the first Very you know, topic good. in our list here. So, oh, okay. what's the first topic? Dead Reckoning. Dead Part Reckoning. One. So, you were looking up IMAX information as it relates to Dead Reckoning. That's correct. Now, were you looking up the. Well, the I, drama surrounding Dead Reckoning and IMAX screens? Uh, yeah, I, I kind of found that. You know, as I was going, um, but I was really trying to see which true IMAX, whether it was going to play at the Dulles Annex is really what my question was. The Space Museum, Air and Space Museum. Got you. Now, that, that one is for. in D.C., is that right? It's oh. in Dulles in Virginia. So okay, in D.C., Virginia. yeah, we can further. see. Yeah, we can further. see. Yeah. Uh, and you were going to try to go see it in that theater? Potentially, yeah. Potentially. It was discussed over the weekend, this past weekend. You and your lady? Um, no, um, my sister's boyfriend. Yeah. Okay. Had a birthday Sunday. We went out and it was Happy disgusting. birthday, sister's boyfriend. Yep, yeah, Jack. Okay. He's 24. Oh, well, you got a lot of life. And he's a listener, actually. We oh. we briefly talked about there that. He go. said that he listens Hell to the yeah. audio uh, between jobs. He's a, he, you know, well, an installer. Happy birthday, Jack. God bless. You got a lot of life to, ahead of you, brother. So what's the consensus? Are you going to make the trip or are you going to go to something a little bit more local? Well, I'm not sure if it's even playing there. That, that's what I was just got into uh, while I was trying to figure I out. I think that... Um, to circle back to the drama around it, I think there's a, I want to say, what is it, two weeks between this and Oppenheimer or a week between this and right. Oppenheimer? Right. It, like it looks like it'll only be in IMAX for a week. Correct. True IMAX. So the issue was, Tom Cruise got very upset about this. <laughs> um, Surprise. <laughs> TC to go. Christopher Nolan had a deal with IMAX because he is like the poster child for IMAX that when Oppenheimer came out that it would... Base, that it would be in all IMAX theaters exclusively for three weeks. Got it. So the Dead Reckoning only gets a week in IMAX theaters, and then it gets ousted back to traditional cinema only. Got it. Um, but apparently Tom Cruise did everything that he could to move dates and adjust things because he felt like that was not appropriate. But here I don't we are. Know, uh, yeah, here we are. And I don't know how much of... Dead Reckoning is actually shot in IMAX. Sure, 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 sure. So, well, it started with it started with um, Oppenheimer. Yes. Then I noticed that Dead Reckoning was in IMAX. Yes. You know, and, yeah, and yeah, here yeah. we are. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it, I don't know. You'd have to. That's always the biggest hang up for me is how much of the film is actually sure. in true IMAX. Actually, sure. It's not yeah. always worth the uh, the effort or the trip. I'm gonna try to make a run down to DC perhaps for Oppenheimer to see it. 70 millimeter it's not playing mm-hmm. i've heard it is amazing in maryland which is unfortunate. really not in 70 millimeter Damn. there's like imax certified screens yeah um, we talked about that yeah, yeah, yeah. and there are a few of those like for example white marsh i think has an imax certified screen uh but if you want to see it in the like as it was the intended, largest yeah. format possible and as it is intended it would be the 70 millimeter 
like film, which there's only a, like, I don't know what the exact number is, but it's very, very small. The amount of theaters that's actually capable of doing it. Um, but there's one in DC. There's, I think maybe one in, in Pennsylvania somewhere. Um, or maybe there might be like two in DC or maybe one in Virginia or something like that. But, um, there's a website that's dedicated to helping you like sort through all of that and you can buy tickets specifically for nice. the one you want to go to. There's just, uh, as of June 5th, it looks like there'll only be 30 true IMAX screens. There you go. Showing Oppenheimer. Yep. Last of a dying breed. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but if you, and there's like behind the scenes on the, the film, like the reels, that are required oh. for Oppenheimer because it's so long. It's like some absurd length. It's like a, I think it's like two miles or something of film That's like the, crazy. in the reels. Like it's like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pounds. It's massive. The amount of film stock required for this to do it in true seventy, which is why it's not really done. In Christopher true Nolan, you've done it again. So is like seventy millimeter an indicator for IMAX or that's just a because yeah. So seventy like a true IMAX like film stock or whatever, like the, the ratio is 70 millimeters. Um, they can film like you don't, and it's also like, so the aspect ratio, it's more of like a square mm -hmm. as opposed to like a cinema scope or like mm -hmm. a 16 by nine or something. Right. And you can film 70 millimeter, um, but cinema scoped, which means it's basically, it's more like a traditional, you know, widescreen yeah. format. Um, and that's, still better than 35 millimeter or something else. But mm. to do like the true, like 70 millimeter IMAX, it's like a giant square, like shot piece of, gotcha. you know, film seller, whatever. If you've ever been to like a true IMAX theater, it's why it's like a giant square and you kind of like sit in it as opposed to like behind it, mm. um, or like far from it. And it's, uh, you know, it's a pretty cool thing, but not too many people do it. It's super, super expensive. Sure. And the camera is required to record an IMAX, uh, like the 70 millimeter, are extremely heavy. Uh, they're super loud. So you generally cannot record dialogue when you're uh. filming with those because they're so loud. Um, so you have to do either dialogue in post or you can only shoot scenes that don't have a dialogue um and apparently they are working on new cameras um obviously they hadn't been for a while i don't think but because christopher nolan's so christopher nolan passionate about it and he's like really promoting it heavy i think they've been working actually on trying to design some new cameras or some smaller cameras and uh but tbd on some of that stuff but there was a couple of guys that were filming i think it was the dark knight because he's been doing 70 since like Batman. Uh, but a couple of guys that were filming The Dark Knight who got like compressed spines from it because the cameras are so mm. big. And they were, I think that was the f one of the first movies where they were doing um, like steady cam rigs with, with, this, with the IMAX cameras because they're not really, again, designed for that. You're supposed to like put them on tripods, but they put them on um, steady, like steady cam rigs. And that's brutal. It, Really tore some dudes up. Yeah, it's but, uh, but I think they've changed some of that. <clears throat> In either case, the um, the closest theater that will be playing Oppenheimer is KOP. Mm -hmm. Where's that? Philly, Philly. King of Prussia. Yeesh. Oh, yeah. KOP. Okay, gotcha. Yep. There you go. Isn't yeah, there something in DC? None. No. That, according to the IMAX website, there's none in DC that will be showing it. There are only um, thirty worldwide, of which six, nine. 
10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21 are in the U.S. Perfect. Yeah. There you go. But Philly yeah. is the closest. Rhode Island has won. New York has won. Um, so it's a little hard. It's a little challenging that's to make crazy. it. Happen. You yeah. got yeah. to travel for it. Yep. Um, but back to Dead Reckoning. $250 million globally is what they're Catch saying. Catch me up on the Dead Reckoning hype. What do you mean? How do, what do you mean? What what is Dead Reckoning? It's Tom Cruise. It's, it's Mission, Mission Impossible. Impossible. Oh, Mission, Mission Impossible, Impossible Seven. Or is this eight? Dead Reckoning. It's just Dead Reckoning. I don't know. Numerically, I part don't know. Part one. Dead Reckoning. Part one. It's seven. It's, it's seven. seven. Okay, that's where I was confused. Seven, okay, seven I've been calling it seven. Seven point one. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yes, uh, I've been calling yes. it seven all this yes, time. Yes. I didn't. It was like Dead Reckoning. So like, Tom Cruise is back yeah, with his okay. summer, uh, summer, not summer, but summer blockbuster. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I've seen the clips. Five day weekend because it came out on. Thursday, or did it come out last night? Today, today. today. So yeah, um, came out today. So a five-day opening weekend, two hundred and fifty million globally <laughs> is what they're estimating for it, uh, which is a pretty solid opening. That's amazing. And TCU he'll go. he'll have some big competition coming up with Oppenheimer and Barbie. Those are definitely gonna yeah get to him a little bit, I think. But two fifty on opening weekend, pretty solid. If you can keep that consistently close to for a couple of weekends, you're going to be looking pretty set. I don't know what the total budget was for it, but it's probably tough to break it all down because it was filmed in two parts. But <clears throat> I would think they got to be in the green here pretty quick. I think the thing about Tom Cruise movies are they don't really go crazy with the marketing. It's kind of like TC's got a new movie. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it, he kind of lets his reputation speak for itself. Yeah. And then, you know, one person goes and sees it and they tell everybody, yo, yeah. you got to go see it. He and is I a think, big blockbuster kind of yeah, guy. Exclusively yeah. summer blockbuster. Everybody goes to the theater yep. to kind of check it out. I um, heard it's amazing. I, I can't believe I couldn't. Yeah, I think it's got a 96, 96, 97 yeah. on Rotten Tomatoes or at least last I, I checked. It is amazing. Everybody is raving about it, man. Yeah, they were they were all hyped about the last one too. So good for him, man. I'm excited. The clips of him doing the stunts, uh, just I'm just incredible. And like I've his, only seen the one where he goes off the cliff on the bike. There's one where he's holding on to the side of the plane, and the plane takes that's off. That's from the last movie. That's from the last one. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's from the last. So movie. which which one is the one where he's like riding up the. The ramp That's is this, the, this movie. One. They there's were a, together. There's a train those, sequence those shots, on this one. Well, what I seen in that trailer clip or whatever I saw were those two shots together. They might have been referencing the last movie okay, though in that. It. There's like a military plane and he's holding on to like where the door is yes. and it like takes off and flies away. That was a big marketing piece for the last uh Mission Impossible right. movie. They did I the same. Seen that one That's like the big thing now with Mission Impossible movies is they use like featurettes on the stunts as yeah. promotional material for the movies. And that was like the first scene that I really remember them doing, like showing all the behind the scenes of how that all played out. And it worked really well. And then since then, they've been they've they've really doubled down on that with this one. There's like a train featurette. There's the uh, jumping the bike off of the ramp featurette. There was a plane one where he dove out of a plane. Yeah. Um, and that, I think that was like during the Super Bowl or something, they released that where he like thanked everybody for coming to see Top Gun. Yeah. And like how important it was for everybody to come back to the theater and whatnot. And he's doing it from like a plane and then he dives out and invites <laughs> everybody to come see Mission Impossible this summer. 
Um, I feel like such a noob because I thought that was I haven't seen the last one yet, so I need to watch yeah. that one before I go see. You've not it. seen the most recent one? No. Oh man, you got work to do. You're yeah. only four years behind, five years behind. Well, I've hey, seen geez. I've seen up until five. Yeah, I've seen up until five, so I didn't see six. Seems like seeing this film is like Mission Impossible in the ball <laughs> household. <laughs> right? So. You gonna go see it this weekend? You waiting a little this bit? This weekend? You gonna rush to it, or are you gonna give it a little bit of time? Uh, what? Are you gonna give Wait, it some time? Because there's Oppenheimer. That's that comes July out Friday, 21st. the twenty first, next Friday. So you so got to like plan this out because there's there is a lot of stuff I want to see. Like I do want to I want to take Clark to see Barbie. Uh, there's an Oppenheimer Barbie double feature. This is actually later in the notes, but it really is more apropos to talk about right now. Okay. I mean, it's not really that far down the note. It's right. number three, and we've already <laughs> talked about one and two. So This is a side note. So yeah. I heard this thing one time that instead of like trying to ramble on a thought, it's better to just stop and be silent and think about it and then say it. And I try to be aware of that, but I feel like it makes me seem stupid. No, it does more than anything else. Let me tell you who because does I'll it. catch myself and I'll be like, "All right, I'm trying to figure this out before nah. I just start word vomiting." But everybody always looks at me like, "Dude, did you just break? Like, <laughs> did you have a stroke?" Anyway, <laughs> it's a theory that I'm testing, and I'll let you guys know in a few years. No, that's how um, that's Obama's speech pattern for his speech writing. Like, when takes he takes a break. I think it's a little different though, because I feel like he's taking a break for applause. No, like, because before he was like a, um, before he was like a, a public speaker, or something. Yeah, before he was president. Before he's president, <laughs> you know, he was oh, speaker of the house. Very good. So he would, and he would pattern his, um, you know, his his speeches or you know whatever. I don't know if it's a speech if you're just speaker of the house. Is it? It's, I guess it would be a speech. Anyway, he. Um, that's not necessarily what they do, I, but that's fine. Yeah. I met I met a person that worked in his administration and they talked about his speech pattern yeah. and how he speaks to give himself time to make sure that he's speaking clear. Like he does what yes. you're speak what you're talking about. Yes. Yeah. But it I have to get better, I think. I'm not good at it. With some of my like <laughs> so. uh, my facial like gestures or whatever like while i'm yeah. thinking i've i think i look dumb probably more you so. don't that yeah that's actually that's the proper way to speak when it's you're just speaking your face. informally no i know but like i don't have like this i need to get like the confident look of like it's coming don't worry no just hold just sit tight this is intentional <laughs> and it's not i mean no. it is but i just i don't carry it well anyway back to what i was saying which is the double feature of barbie and oppenheimer amc is doing this mm -hmm. uh, i think you can buy a ticket basically gets you into both of them back to back and they've sold twenty thousand. i think they were saying pre-orders on the oppenheimer barbie they've been killing it with the marketing for barbie mm -hmm. double feature i would do not that bad. i mean that's I a was... long day though i don't know what barbie's runtime is i would guess two hours that's, that's i'm a, hearing barbie's real really good. guess like i like really good but oppenheimer is a solid three so you're at you're at the movies for the day. Yeah, I can't do that. We got a runtime on Barbie. Uh, One hundred fourteen minutes, so almost two hours. Yeah, almost Oof, six man. minutes shy. But they do say that it's great. Yeah, everybody is raving about it. I saw one review earlier that was saying Ryan Gosling should get the Oscar for wow. Ken. Wow. Hmm? For, for Ken, yes, <laughs> not great. bad. Wow, I like that. Wow. The, the consensus here generally is if you're gonna do it. The, the double feature kind of buy your own ticket thing or the AMC mm -hmm. thing, I don't know how AMC is going to do it, is that you should see Oppenheimer first. Oof. 
Yeah, I don't you know, maybe that. you know, calm yourself down yeah, yeah, afterward yeah, yeah. with some fun. I don't know. Yes, it's definitely going to be a heavy film, and it's a little bit of an endurance thing. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you want the lighter, easier thing on the back yeah, on the end. That yeah. makes total sense to yep. me. So you're looking at for the double feature, you're looking at four hours and fifty five minutes. It's yeah. a lot of people with a break in between, though. Sure. Now, are they? I wonder if they're playing it on the same screen. Same screen, back to right? Back. Like, do you just, do you just, just sit like a little intermission really and you question. come back, or do you have to change theaters? It's got to be on the same be. screen, back to back. Be. I don't know. I mean, typically when they run a movie, it it stays in the same theater. It just kind of. So I imagine you probably got to change theaters because. Not if it's a double feature, though. Oh, a double feature. If it's a double That's feature, different. they're selling it as that. They're just gonna boom, boom. boom I think boom. you would get like a fifteen-minute intermission. You save your seat. Save your seat. <laughs> restock your dinner. popcorn. Yeah, restock your snacks. Let me put my cardigan here. You get like an get like a double feature, <laughs> double Pass. feature discount. Yeah. for the concessions. If you want to spend all day in a dirty recliner, yeah, popcorn refill. Yeah. Did you go to the new? You went to the new. Yeah, I went and saw. Um, you went to warehouse. Went to warehouse. And I saw that was your home. first time. Yeah. How was it? It was cute. We've we've hashed this out before, but you enjoyed it. Yeah. Saw high marks. Is that where you would? Spider-verse. Is that where you would go moving forward? Or I thought it was pretty cool. Um, to Isaiah's point, when he went, there's no one doing anything. Like everyone's just behind the counters. Yep. That's you, how it is most places. Though. And no, I, I, no, it's. Most theaters, it, there's nobody doing anything. Yeah, but like you, but like you notice, like the like at most theaters, people can kind of get away with doing nothing because they still look like they're doing something. Yeah, yeah. There, it looks like nobody's doing anything. But is it like clean? Yeah, yeah, very clean. So somebody has to be doing something. There's bartenders. Is it because is it because it, it's easier to see that they're doing nothing because it's not as busy? Like in my mind, I'm seeing like. Actually, I guess this is a really old like reference it's here because okay. I've been to a theater in a really long time. <laughs> I'm thinking of like AMC White Marsh when I'm like yeah, you know, 20 years old. Yeah. yeah. You go and it, it's I think packed. the ideology is when you buy a ticket, the seat is now reserved. So no one's just going to stumble into the theater. I guess their ideology, no one's going to stumble into the theater and just sit in the seat. Because the seats are purchased. Well, for, well, literally, they could do that. There's a bar right out front. Yeah, you could. Yeah, might you have could to stumble in. You could just go get a drink and then just wait it out. And if no one's in a seat in the first 20 minutes, just go sit down because mm-hmm. they're not checking tickets. No. Got you. And if I'm paying, you're thinking more from that perspective. Yeah. There's not much, like nobody's overseeing. Very There's much. no. Does, you don't get that sense. Authority. Right, yes. like there's no one. But it's like, clean, and it feels like the food and everything mm, is well handled. Or no, because no, if you go to like Taos and Cinemark, I feel the same way. But it's also chaos because like eighty percent of concessions is shut down. It looks like it hasn't been turned on mm-hmm. since pre-pandemic. Yeah, and same popcorn. You go to like the bar upstairs, and it's like completely empty. There's like two bottles of rail on like the shelf. <laughs> one it's truly very <laughs> sad. It's very very yeah. sad. One truly, you ask for some Jameson, they like pull it from the bottom. Yes. Like, nah, yeah, yeah. The bottle's dusty. It's from <laughs> and the employees it's just a reef. All, it's just got Canadian club that's in it. Right. The employees are all like clustered together yeah. in like various corners, and just you like ask hanging for something out. They go. <laughs> yeah. 
So is it that <laughs> vibe, or do you feel like it's an operating movie theater? They, it's it's like Cinemark. They just haven't turned into the vampire. So you, <laughs> so you still feel like my at-home experience yeah, is better. Yeah, yeah. See, this is the problem, guys. This is the problem. It's very nice. It's got seat warmers and like the Yeah, legs. but that only goes so far. You know? And as nice as a seat warmer is, like, it's fine. I'll, 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 be, I'll admit it's not it the best thing in the world. I have a it in little my car. weird to have in a movie theater, yeah. but I'll when it's know. 90 degrees. Outside, <laughs> no, but it has the AC cooling, cooling thing too. Even that. It's not the best. That feels world. unnecessary to me. I don't I'd, think I need that. I would rather have none of that and just have better like concessions, better like staff. Yeah. Better environment. A DJ. I don't need a chair that does all those weird <laughs> DJ things. DJ foam. <laughs> God. <laughs> Smoke. Now, I, um, a couple of weeks ago, I went to uh, White Marsh, actually, to go see Which Transformers. still going strong. It's been going strong for about 30 years now. Yeah, to go see Transformers. Hell yeah. Which will be on digital it's tomorrow, already out. I think. It's already out? It's already out. Oh, my God. Buy it. But it was good. Transformers was good. I've heard this. Now, my issue is they're getting rid of all the people. At the movie theater. So as we were talking, there a lot of people standing around doing nothing. You're saying staff. Yeah, staff. There, there's no one there. Question. Do you need staff beyond yeah. a cleaning crew and... People to make the food. Light security. I think at well, this point... Well, most food, you don't like... What do you need? Popcorn, snacks? Like, look at a... Dude. Think of Camden Yards <laughs> and how they do things. Mm-hmm. You, you pick up everything that you want in one of those little stores. League. You go set it in front of the little camera. It takes the picture. You pay. Yeah, it yeah, okay. You I don't need saying. much people. Is all I'm saying. That's true. I just it was moving way too slow for all of this automation. Like you pay on a kiosk. Yeah, yeah. Your order, your t- your receipt prints out from a kiosk. The only thing that doesn't happen with a kiosk is the people the call your number and the food. But what if? But what if all of those things are just prepped, ready to go, and made? You just walk in, you pick up the things like you want. Like an Amazon you fresh store. Take, right? Yeah. Snack, drink, whatever. You walk up, put your stuff on the little camera, it takes a picture, you go. Down with that. Like there's no interaction great. with people. Could I honestly you get, don't want could you the get interaction. Movie, could you get movie theater food to the point where you don't have to interact with a human to get it? Yes, I would like, love what's that. What's the one thing? It Popcorn? should be prepackaged. They're behind the thing and they could, should just be loading the shit. And as you take it, you just scan it on your way out. It, you don't need to, I don't need to talk to like you. Like, you shouldn't have to interact with anybody for popcorn. No. no. Right. They should just have, like, a like there should be a person that is filling up medium, large yes. popcorns. And, and just, just setting them, them there. Yes. Setting them in front of warmers. Setting them, yeah. and you just take the one you want. You and shouldn't just have walk to ask. Because, like, what's the worst case scenario? Like, somebody doesn't buy a couple of them, and you throw it out, or you pour them back into the thing? I Hello, mean, Tanisha. Can I have a large popcorn? You shouldn't have to ask anybody for anything. She gives me attitude. And then I go over to get a soda from Brian or whoever, and he's looking at me like, "Duh!" Yeah. And I'm like, the "Oh whole, my god, this the is whole this concessions experience get rid of these people <laughs> could be yeah. considerably streamlined, in my opinion." And then absolutely, I would, I would devote the like ninety percent of the staff to theater like cleanliness and maintenance. Yes, keeping things feeling like it's worth the money to be here, and then obviously somebody needs to facilitate light security, and then put the the ticket scanner. At the gate of the of the ticket of the theaters, stop putting them like directly at the front of the theater before mm. concessions. Right, right. Like, don't do that. Have them 
right in front the, of each in right front, in front of, of the, each where you, that, that corridor of where the theaters are. That way, I feel validated as a customer, and I don't feel like I'm wasting my money. Sure, right? finish your thought, and then because I don't I, again, I don't need to talk to anyone in concessions. You can give me the fucking bartender from The Shining or a robot guy yeah. who can make my drinks. I don't, I don't really need that because it's a, it's not like a thing I'm going to be like posted up at the bar, right? I'm, I'm going to order a drink or two, a beer and a shot, whatever my wife wants, and then we're going into the movie, and that's, that's the yes. drinks. Like we're done, we're done here. I don't need to. That's it. Like I, you don't need anyone else. Yeah, I would extensive put, cleaning. I would put money on the fact that they now check tickets on the front end of this process rather than the back end is because they got a lot of complaints from people who were carrying food and stuff and don't want to try to get their ticket out to show somebody that's you. Okay. So like the first thing you do when you walk in, I'm supposed to be here. You tell me where I got to go. Boop, boop. We're done. Theater I go get six. my food and I yeah. walk to it. Otherwise I go get all the things that I need. I'm carrying my drink, my popcorn, whatever in my hands. And now I'm waiting in line because I've got to get up here and then I've got to figure out how to get my phone out or my ticket out. Yeah. I'm holding all these things. So I bet you they did that because it used to be that way. Yeah, it they is. had those tables in front of the, you know, the auditorium, like hallways or whatever, where you would do all that at that point. But I yeah. bet you they got rid of that. Well, Cinemark still actually it has it. And White Marsh, that's how it is. When you come up that escalator yeah. to go into the movie corridor, there's a young lady or per, usually a young lady mm-hmm. sitting there like, where are you going? I'm Checking like, your stuff. Boop. And she's like, that way. Whatever. Yeah. Or, Whatever. Or just do like warehouse and don't check anything at all. You just got to know where you're going. I mean, really. I'm not going to lie. That's a better option. What's the I'm, yeah. I'm either with don't do anything. How many people are sneaking in to begin with? Oh, mm, like really. what are the what are the numbers? I couldn't tell you. How much money does the movie industry lose by people just not sneaking paying, in? By sneaking in. Yeah. Not much. But if you're buying tickets and nobody's ever checking it, then it is kind of incentivizes buying tickets exactly right because yeah. i could have not bought a ticket and yes. went to the kiosk and bought popcorn and just walked right in yeah well right. yeah. theoretically the movie theater is still going to make its profit because they don't make the profit at all from right. the ticket sales they, they only make it from concessions you could do it like a train where like everybody somebody just comes down right before the movie starts and just scans everybody's tickets oh like yeah the, that too yeah. i was like oh you know, be that'd be nice during the during the trailers or right before. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. It's it, the the entire theater cinema going process is so stupid. Nothing about it really makes sense. I yes. don't think they'll ever really get it right. Yeah, um, post COVID, I think it's just they're off. And now, yeah, post COVID, I don't think anyone even really cares. Yeah, you know, it's just like people are gonna buy tickets and they're gonna go, and if they don't, whatever. I'm 17. I still got this job, and it's I got it when there. I come home. And, college summers whatever it's tough out there for a movie theater yeah. all right how do you feel about this whistle pig you want to talk to me about it now i know you experienced this before we popped this bottle because you are served a tasting a yeah jay hooked us up shout out to it's called the spirit shop yes. right up here what street is that it's excellent it's falls road no but like what's that like the intersection right there clark view yeah clark view and falls yep I hope I'm not giving up the location of our show, but (laughs) (laughs) 38.27 North by, uh, uh, yeah, it was, it was dope, man. Uh, Jay was very hospitable. I told him who I was. I said, my, you know, my partner comes down here. He lives around the corner. He he brightened up and, uh, he hooked us up, man. Gave us a couple shots of whistle pig, me and Isaiah. And, uh, ultimately I was like, 
Uh, I was going to get. We're going to take a bottle to go. Yeah, yeah I was going to get the Hudson Rye. Because mm-hmm. uh, I really just liked the way that bottle looked. Yep. I was, but then he gave us some shots of this. And he was like, well, it's a summer stock. And I was like, well, it's summer. I'm about to go hang out with the gang. Sure. Let's, let's be summery. Let's you know dive what I'm in. Yeah, so. So you've had this. Why don't you kick it. us off? Right? I enjoy it, man. Um, I don't know what the notes are. Would uh, you like to know the notes? Sure, because I'm not going to read it. You got some notes. Um, Indeed, I do. Let's go. Very, very soft bite. Smells great. It is a, it's not a rye, right? Is it it a is rye? a rye. It is a rye. So it does have some some flavorful notes, but there's very, I'd say they're very subtle. But other than that, man, I thoroughly enjoy it. It's very, uh, very tasteful for the. So I'll continue earlier. Please, I kind of gave you like the, t- no, no, you didn't interrupt anything. I kind of gave you the teaser. Continuing a blend of wheat and rye whiskeys finished in toasted barrel Solera. This laid back summer sipper is made to enjoy after sunny adventures all season long. <laughs> then it goes on to promote pit vipers, which I'll skip. <laughs> all right. Literally it does. Um, nose, sweet maple notes with hints of vanilla. Yeah. Yeah. Palette, oak, baking spice, and maple tempered by the softness of wheat. It's mm. pretty accurate. Yeah. I pretty would say that that's all yeah. fairly accurate. It's yeah. easy to drink. It is a little bit sweeter. That's for sure. With a slight jammy finish. Ooh, jammy. Jammy. Strawberries or grapes? Couldn't tell you. There's a there's yeah. a dirt bike in the picture next to jammy, so that doesn't help at all. Less. Um, I don't think it's overly sweet. No, it's, it's not e- It's easy to drink. Like, it's to your point, doesn't have a ton of bite. It's pretty smooth. I actually, weirdly enough, get a little bit of like a tequila feel from this. Mm-hmm. There's a little bit of an odd flavor right on the front end. It just feels, it is reminiscent of like a tequila note or something. I don't know what mm-hmm. it is. I'm not sure. Like, it, there's just something right up front. Like some agave? Yes. Yes, it just doesn't totally yeah. hit like a whiskey right out of the gate. It's it probably, is. It's probably that Pit Viper influence is, on you. But. It's venom. It's I don't know. really venom. I don't know. It's a fun summer drink. Out. I think it's kind of a cool limited edition thing. I don't know if I would invest heavy, though. You know, 80 um, bucks. So, yeah, 80. It's heavy. 80, it's a bit much. I really like it because I'm a big fan of rye, especially high content rye <laughs> that you really get that rye spice. So there's not a lot of alcohol bite, but there's a, that rye, spicy yeah, rye bite yeah. in the front of it, which I really enjoy. And the fact that it's a little bit sweeter really counteracts with that and balances out it a bit a lot. Mm-hmm. So for me, 70 bucks is probably too much. I'd, maybe I'd say, say 55. I'd probably roll back more into the 40, 42-ish. Forty two ish. Going a little lower. Um Well they they got the regular whistle pig, which is about forty two ish. So I I mean Is for, that what the price is for regular whistle pig? I think yeah. I feel like that's low. Low? It's around fifty? I feel like that's low. What we got, Josh? Um total's got the ten year for eighty eight, the six year piggyback for fifty two. The okay. piggyback is piggyback. the cheaper one, but That's it's not necessarily right. considered yeah. like and part of the whistle pig line. So like the whistle the pig, but, but yeah. So the whistle pig uh, farm stock rye is seventy five dollars, and the yeah. piggyback one hundred percent rye is fifty dollars. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, limited edition, whatever. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, I, no, no, you're good. Go ahead. I'm not. I, you know, I don't. You know, I'm not one to like spare expense for experience. So like, whatever. I mean, yeah. that's just me, my personal, you know, if I'm going to kick it with the fellas yep. or, you know, I'm showing up to a party, this isn't, 
out of my like wheelhouse. Sure. It's a good bottle. And like I said, I enjoy it for what it is. When I say I wouldn't invest heavy, I mean like I don't, I wouldn't buy bottle after bottle. Like I don't know if I would go, I don't know if I would go back and get like two or three of these, or I don't know if I would put it in my rotation of consistent bottles. I mean, it's a limited edition, so you probably couldn't anyway, but I enjoyed it for what it was. So what we did miss on the Whistlepig website, the uh, Summerstock Pit Viper Rye Whiskey pre-order, and it's $150. It comes with a bottle of the Summerstock, of course, and a pair of Pit Vipers. Oh! I could have seen that coming from a mile away. I think we missed out on shit. I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we need that. I mean, I mean Courtney maybe. I mean, now do the glasses match the bottle? The yes. Let me they see. They do. So it's like a little do kit, a, a, little a, box set. I would have. Oh, oh yeah. see, I want those. There you go. Yeah, it. it That's fun. Yeah. Although, I mean, I don't know. I guess one fifty is not like a bad. And you too can look are. like a seventeen-year-old TikTok wannabe. Well, I would and say you too can look like Logan Paul. Yeah. Well, I'd say considering how much Pit Vipers cost, and we did that research before we got on there, but considering, I think it's not a bad deal. It's a deal. Yeah. Considering Pit yeah, Vipers, Pit Vipers about two hundred dollars. If you like Pit Vipers, it makes sense. Also, considering it costs them maybe twenty dollars to make that bottle, that whole package so. costs twenty-five bucks right. for them to make. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right, next piece. Next of news. up, baby, Star Lord spinoff. Oh, uh, we yeah, talked about this briefly. So I and it's come up in the news a little bit lately, but I was curious if you had any insight. Is uh, that something that happens in the comics where he kind of winds up on his own and becomes an Earth Man, or is this you think in like a TV show? Thinking we're gonna get. I a, think James Gunn pops up somewhere else, and Chris Pratt just have great chemistry together. Yeah, and being that this character didn't die off. It's kind of a fun way to kind of look at him in a different dynamic because it, from what they're saying, it's not going to be something that's like MCU heavy. It's about his reacclimation to Earth It's still life. MCU. It's just, yeah. Not, so you're thinking like a TV show, maybe yeah, something, maybe a holiday short, Something, you yeah, know, yeah, I don't yeah. think it'll be anything. It's of, hard to imagine he could come back for anything too meaningful. At this yeah, the they game. put together a, a $200 million budget for a movie of just him and his grandpa. grandpa. Like, I, if I sat on the board, like, that's not a movie I'm approving. Like, well, I mean, more so just because James Gunn is so DC heavy now. Yeah, I, it would have to be like something. Star-Lord's being reacclimated back into... It would have to be like his return to the Guardians or something. Yeah. Something. I don't know if. Uh, yeah, like you said, maybe. TV, I thought maybe TV, like a TV show, TV kind show, of thing. Yeah. a little like kind of comedy, something lighthearted. Christmas it'd be special. funny if uh, yeah. it'd be funny if they like brought um, if they did like a crossover with Parks and Rec. That'd and, be dope. Yeah, and like you see him like get hot. You see him like enter into Parks and Rec at the <laughs> end of the series, like at the end of the show. As if Star Lord was always in always, Parks and Rec. Yeah, yes. he just kind of like reacclimated. And this was his first job back into the world. You yeah. get like five Disney Plus episodes, and then like the last one, he gets like hired by the Parks and Rec or whatever. That'd department. be cool. That, that, would, would, be that cool. would be good. He gets and hired and by like Ron the rest Swanson. Of the, yeah, the rest yeah. of the cast like shows up, and it's like just the it's episode one of <laughs> Parks and Rec. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would be sick. That's a cool. That's a cool idea. Like he, a, go, like he goes in as like a Shield agent or something like that, <laughs> and there's something going on in Park and Rec, Parks and Rec. And one of the he's one, been an act the entire time. Yes. that would be dope. One of the characters is a scroll, and well, they're trying to figure it. that would. 
Let you me heard it here first, guys. Piece. There it is. There it is. What's next, there baby? What do we got? Dune 3. Timothy Chalamet. Ooh, Dune 3. All kinds of speculation these days. So rumor we, has it. We seen two Well, yet. so there's a lot of Dune books, uh, many, and the movies so far really just cover the first Dune book. Got it. So Dune 1 and 2 cover the first Dune yes. book. Yes. Gotcha. And so there's a TV show uh, that they're doing. I believe it's HBO uh, and Warner Brothers is doing a Dune show. Um, so you'll have that. But apparently there's a rumor that Timothy Chalamet has been contracted for a third movie. Dune movie. And uh, the writer and director have insinuated as much. Uh, what is the name of the third one? I think there's a name for it. It's the it's based on a book. If you look up Dune 3. What do you got there? I'm sorry. Dune 3 is like the one that's coming out. If you look up the movie Dune 3, the one that will be coming in wait. No, Dune 2 I'm is very, what's coming out in the fall. Okay. There's a third one after that. Sorry. But it's on a book and it has a special name or a certain name. I can't remember what it is. I want to say it starts with like an A or something. While he looks for that. Timothy Chalamet is Chalamet. Is it Chalamet? Chalamet. Chalamet. Is he French? We. Oui. Josh. <laughs> uh, he's Wonka too. Yeah. Yeah, that trailer just dropped. Yeah, I saw that trailer. Yeah, that's also on the news list. Very strange. You're right, you're right, I'm having a lot of trouble figuring this out. I know that it's going to be. Um, oh, my God. It's going to be based on Dune Messiah. That's it. That's it. Dune Messiah. I heard that. Yeah. That's what it's apparently going to be called. I've seen that, yes. There it goes. So I was way off on the A, Messiah. Well, uh, I mean, uh, he's the face of that franchise. So, I mean, him, if you're going to... Yeah, he's like a young Tom Cruise. So, like, or whoever, all those... He reminds me more of a young Johnny Depp. There you go. There you go. I feel like he takes that path a little bit more as opposed to the Tom Cruise. I don't think yeah. he's going to settle into the all-American, like... Action hero. Action hero vibe. I think he's going to go down a weird... It's going to be weird. A weird path. And he's got Wonka. For good. I mean, for good reason. And it's going to be great. Yeah. But to uh, moving off of Dune 3, because I don't feel like there's much to add other than I just... Rumors are percolating. Rumors, yeah. Um, that it's going to take place, which would be pretty exciting. But Wonka, mm -hmm. the trailer for Wonka came out. Did you watch yeah. it? Uh, yeah. Yes. You and then I got distracted sure. by something. So you watch some of it. Some of it, yeah. Okay. But I, I, I get the, I get the. It's like the Mary Poppins meets Willy Wonka is what it. Yeah, looked it's like. really just like his beginnings, Wonka's beginnings. Seems very cool though. Yeah, I liked it because it's a Christmas movie. They're going backwards. Like the first Origin one was the factory. The, the 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 second one was how he started the factory. Yeah. And now this one is him and as a adolescent, a young man. A to, young man indeed. To discover the chocolate, I guess. I think he's making his way in the chocolate <laughs> Discover world. Discover the chocolate, young Willie. <laughs> young, young like, Willie. he's not a chocolatier in the Wonka trailers. <laughs> Is he ever a chocolatier? A chocolatier. Isn't that what it's called? Look no, up. I understand he owns a chocolate factory, but that's like saying that Elon Musk is a... What do we call someone that makes chocolate? No, I agree with I, you. I, I but, think that's a but perfect my word. But my argument, I'm not saying that he doesn't, you know, own You're just chocolate. hating on the word I'm in just general. saying. Josh that it doesn't seems like, like the work he more like the factory. He more like 
employs people who just do it. Like, I don't feel like oh, it seems like he just came in and just bought the operation and a bunch of short people. And <laughs> oh my he God. calls it a chocolate factory. <laughs> Olympus, dude. No, I get what they're called. <laughs> <laughs> He's over there, like sending shit through the air and yeah. turning people so into, you're taking, into blueberries. You're taking issue with murder. the premise that, that he's he, that he's a chocolatier first. You just don't like actually that. a murderer. And you don't. A you don't like yes. that concept. Yeah, I mean, sure. Yeah. Now, has anybody? If you've read the book, it's based on a book. I heard I the book was. I do. We know it. I in don't the know book. how to read. That's fair. <laughs> Not everyone knows how to do everything. <laughs> now, as. Can we get a confirmation as to whether or not this, there's origin stories in the book? Like, are we, is this all artistic freedom? I think they've kind of like the tucked the book under the rug because it was like super racist and like. <laughs> well, so the book. So if we cut through all the racism. I doubt yeah, there's, yeah, like, does it like. I doubt there's so much. Does it book? show his yeah. origin story? I think it, the movies are like loosely based on the books. Well, I'm just wondering if he's a chocolatier in the books. Because a chocolatier. Josh well, no, is of course like, how the hell he is, is he a chocolatier? Now I'm well, saying he chocolatier. Owns a chocolate. <laughs> Please, let's straighten this out. He owns a chocolate factory. <laughs> Who knows if he makes chocolate? But that's right? the premise okay. he, of the new like movie. Milton Hershey, he, that guy made chocolate. Yeah, but that's what they're suggesting in the new movie is that Willy Wonka is a chocolatier. Like he has these secret recipes that are yeah, very Yeah, he goes special. and gets Fine. the recipes and from I'll, the and I'll And I'd love to be proven that he's a chocolatier when I see this new film that will be released December, whatever it is. All right, well, but, but we understand that it's not like a documentary, right? No, I, <laughs> like it's, this is all make-believe. <laughs> So I don't understand how you're challenging. I, I get it. I get it. I get it. You're guys. challenging the reality. Somebody's <laughs> got to understand. Somebody's got to understand what I'm trying this to say. Guy. Here. How this dare guy. he be a chocolatier? There's no way. Where are his qualifications? I've never seen it. Never seen him get sugar cane. I've seen the other movies. Never seen any qualifications. I've never, never seen, seen him pick a cocoa, cocoa bean in my life. He just to me, he seems like Elon Musk. He's just walking around with too much money. Like, look at all my shit. Don't touch it, though. It'll eat you up. It'll turn you into yes, dust. Yes, but you're yeah. thinking he just got to that place because of he had to put the work in. It just seems like he bought wit. the operation. And okay, he so gave those little people somewhere to live. That's so right. So you're, you're thinking that he's, I mean, to me, it seemed like he like, was just a wealthy. <laughs> guy that bought a chocolate factory and then that's where the allure of Willy that's Walker right and he's by. just getting government okay. subsidies for hiring people that maybe couldn't do a different job alright so let me tell you something this P-P-P movie coming out in December <laughs> is going to blow your mind and sure. challenge all of your preconceived notions Great. about Willy I'm Walker. looking forward to being and that's based exclusively off of the trailer at this point so Timothy just Jalman buckle up dude get Walker. ready sure get yeah. ready um, there was another trailer on there what was it for? Was it? We had one more. Um, Another trailer Twisted, that came out. Twisted Metal. Oh, Twisted Metal. Twisted I saw the metal. first one. I didn't see the second one. I think it's Paramount. I think is all that I who needed, it is? All I Paramount TV, Peacock, somebody like that. Yeah. Right? Were you? Did you play Twisted Metal? Yes. Yeah, Twisted Metal yes, was dope yes, as yes. when we were kids. It feels like a really odd thing to br- like make a TV show of. Peacock. Very, very Peacock. odd. There it is. I mean, every every video game, they're trying to do some type of like live action. Of course, yes. Now, especially after The Last of Us. Yeah. Uh, yes. And I don't know, I think Twisted Metal is a safe, fun IP to do. You can get away with being a failure if it doesn't but work. But did it ever really have like a narrative? I don't ever nah. remember Twisted Metal it was having- like needs for Need for Speed. Like they never yeah. had a narrative. So they just made one. So the concept of the, t- of the Twisted Metal TV show, a little- bit remains to be seen but it's yeah. basically all made up yeah yeah it's yeah. not really like coming from anything no 
They just were like, we're going to take these characters and They just expanded upon it. Yeah. Okay. Mortal Kombat. I've got some some doubts given that it's Peacock. I think it's going to be terrible, but whatever. There it is. There it is. Uh, Now, did we skip ahead to get to the trailers? No. We were right. We missed. We missed talking about how flawless Oppenheimer is, but I feel like we kind of discussed discussed that. I'm not surprised, man. It's got the reviews are saying it's pretty great. Yep. Next thing, Wolverine. First look. Oh yeah, you. Yeah, why don't you talk about it? Why don't you let you? I had to spend some time with it because just sat alone with the photo. Wolverine. Yeah. Well, my con. It it really sent the, the internet and comic book community into a buzz. Right, like in seeing a good these, way? in a in a good way, in a okay. good way, and um, I just had to just kind of digest it. I didn't want to like come out because Wolverine is one of my all time favorite of course. comic book characters of yeah. all time, and it's I kind just of don't the X Men. Yeah, he is the franchise X Men. There's never, I mean, when they they're telling a lot of the stories, they're told through his guys, you know. The last two cartoons were Wolverine and the X-Men. I wonder why he was the character that resonated with people so much. Just, he just was, it just happened. It just happened like that. Yeah. He wasn't even an original. He was a second uh, iteration roster um, in the 80s. The originals came out in the 70s. Uh, and he was just one of the ones that just kind of just stuck. Stuck with everybody, yeah. yeah. Everyone loved it. Um, so you're you're doing what when you come across the photo? Paint this picture. Uh, it's just kind of like you're sitting I at home know. in bed. I'm doing something. You're out in the yard. Mm. You're drinking heavy. Nah, I was sober. It was daytime. Okay, because it was so, yesterday. And you're scrolling through. You come across the photo, and I'm like, oh, okay, you, okay. You, your eyes well up. And I'm. Yeah, I'm 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 looking at it. I'm digesting it because this is the first time I see him. I see him in the yellow, in the yellow in the nineteen ninety two. He never got like a full yellow yes, suit. Right, there was a yellow black. There was a suit in the nineties when they point, had the right. They had the. They looked like a biker gang, but it had yeah. like the yellow. But I mean, like in the movies, he's never gone full yellow. Not and full blue. yellow, but wasn't there one suit yeah, where there was, was some yellow and Day, black? Days of Future Past, it was like blue with like yellow highlights. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there was a yellow. Yeah, piece he of had color. a little, but hint not of it. the the not this. classic. Yeah, this is almost comic book accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very. Um, I think it's very spot on. Um, I think I had to let my, I had to let my nostalgia peak. Because I have a preference for the Wolverine costume that I wanted, so I had to like. Remove. Which was that? He wears a brown and yellow suit. Yeah, oh. yeah. That, that's that's my favorite. That's suit, the one, right? That, that's the one. But I had to remember, like, this is the suit that people fell in love. This is the yeah. F- this is the one that yeah. like sticks out in everybody's mind. Yeah. So I have to see like if he puts the helmet on. If he puts the helmet on, then I am completely in. Like all like. I feel like the helmet's gonna. I think it's gonna. It's, it's gonna, gonna show up. Yeah, I think. All right. Uh, one interesting tidbit about the suit because I did see some uh, rhetoric online. People were disappointed because it it's not sleeveless. It's full. Yeah. It's like Deadpool suit, but just yeah. kind of like. And uh, someone tweeted out that the context of why it's because I forgot that Hugh Hugh Jackman is susceptible to skin cancer, and they're filming a lot outside. So he had to have like the full body suit to protect him from from the sun. Okay. 
Because you know you had like like cancer. Seems scare. a little bit of a like a stretch, but sure. Yeah. I would agree with that. I mean, they you know get some sun some sunscreen. Yeah, get some or some CGI. Some aquifer. I have a theory that at some point the sleeves come off. I think at, at some point they will. Uh, and because I, uh, I feel like they like doing. <coughs> excuse me. They like doing a little outfit change once in a while on some of those super sell toys. Movies. Yeah, sell get everybody toys. excited. Maybe um, at some point he like rips them off. And I then think everybody's he will. like, oh my god. Yeah, and he final fight scene. He's. It's kind of like in Mario Brothers when you get like the raccoon suit. The raccoon suit, yeah, 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 that yeah. kind of thing. You know what I mean? Um, like and then I saw another post today because uh, there was you know just comical community. There was some some comments about you know how are they going to do the claws because there was some shots of like them in action and it mm-hmm. looked like he was like fighting with claws but there were no claws and uh they were saying that you know it looks like they're going with the cgi claws and then they they showed gotcha. a shot of the x-men War- wolverine origins movie and the cgi claws they just look terrible they look terrible they're big they're clunky they don't really fit his hands and then in Logan, they do the practical claws, mm-hmm. right? The practical effects where he's holding something in his hands. Yeah, yeah, And then the claws look like they're protruding from his hands. So then another shot came out today, and it looks like they're doing a combination of both. Sure. When he's actively fighting, there's yes. a, there's, he's doing practical. And then in, you know, I guess when he like pops them or doing stuff with them, then they go to the CGI. Yeah, so, a little combo deal. Yeah, combo. Uh, which is, which best of both worlds. Best of both worlds. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, yeah, so I'm excited, man. I think seeing Deadpool stand next to Wolverine in live action in comic book accurate suits was very, my, my childhood would be fulfilled. If I could go back and talk to eight, nine-year-old Courtney, he'd be like, Tell him to hold you're, on, baby. You're lying. you lying. Fuck, that never happened. Tell him to hold on. Yeah, just it's hold on, bro. It's worth it. Yo. Oh. Hold on for one more day. <laughs> <laughs> what we got next? Jonah Hill. Oh. Uh, um, is this, this isn't the last piece, right? This is the last piece. Damn it. I'm going to need you guys to come up with something else. We'll talk Jonah Hill, but we can't end on such a Yeah, can't. Yeah, Jesus. Okie dokie. Damn, Jonah's, Jonah's getting canceled, man. They all, they, they yeah, riding him. Yeah, he's getting, did you see the stuff that came out today? Not today. I saw, uh, no, nah, I didn't really, uh, tr- I'm trying to find it. Uh, all right, so let's talk about no, what. No, I'm saying I need you guys to research another piece of news. Yes, a positive right. piece of news. To bring it back something from Jonah Hill, right? On that's Some happy funny. stuff, yeah. Yeah. Um, like updates in the Ocean Gate thing or something, I don't know. <laughs> that's um, not happy at no, all. It was just a joke, guys. <laughs> Welcome to comedy. All right. Um, no, but Jonah Hill. <laughs> Uh, multi-part story now. So obviously, kind of abuser, but not really. It seemed like it was like Just an, a piece of there shit. Was, it seems like there was some. I don't know. There's. I have a couple of thoughts on this. One, go to kind of set the stage here. His girlfriend and him seemingly mm-hmm. got into a dispute, mm-hmm. which resulted in her revealing or releasing a series of screenshots of text of messages, text messages and yeah. conversations between the two of them that paint him in a relatively negative light in certain places. Yes. I did think that there were some, not to defend Jonah Hill necessarily, but to defend Jonah Hill. I do think there were some aspects of his messages that felt reasonable. And I do think that there were some aspects that felt possessive, odd and possessive for sure. When people post screenshots of messages, there's always, mm, 
I don't like it. Um, I, think there's, I think there's a violation of privacy in it that feels disingenuine to me. And then I also am somewhat skeptical of both sides being accurately portrayed because I do feel as if you're, in, you're not a unbiased participant in that situation. Yes. So you're definitely going to have motives, right? Yes. Which could cause you to paint somebody else in a negative light intentionally, right? And you in the opposite. So Correct. Um, not to dog her by any means. I just, I would, you know, it's, it's hard. I feel like in order to like really rule somebody out, I'd like to understand the full situation, get all the context, have yes. all the messages. But I don't really think it's even my place to have all the messages to begin with. So I'm not sure I love the move. Um, but that was kind of day one. Yes. That all like transpired, I think like yesterday or the day before. She dumped like 18 or 20 posts on Instagram. Yeah, that was crazy. And again, I don't know there were worse. things in there Her that I, Mariah Mills. I wouldn't have said <laughs> personally. Mm -hmm. um, I would not have said to my wife. Would not have gone over well. So I, It's really tough. And, uh, you know, I'm just going to speak from observation. The things that he shared and they were conversing about absolutely seems <clears throat> obscure and possessive right and I sometimes we gotta say the tough truths but she also went along with it like some you're saying that she has dated him for so long then she went along and just dated him for so long and i you know mm. maybe, you know is is he an abuser is he a manipulator that can be a tricky debate though right that and can then be a tricky position exactly but then in the messages he's clearly like these are my terms if you want to be with me this is not what i'm going to allow yeah which is a, you know i think it's uh, these things are unreasonable i would never tell my wife to do these things yeah. but she also was kind of like, all right, fine, whatever. Yeah. So I'm like, I, I'm not saying anyone's right and I'm not saying anyone's wrong. And I'm uh, I'm just saying what it looks like. It's a little gray. It's a little gray. It's a little gray. And for her to, okay, I'm not going to do it. And then come out later and say, yeah, he was, it was, you know, it was him. Yeah. It's kind of like, all right, uh, this is why I don't like getting in between couples beefs because yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't know who's it's a telling. Dicey, yeah. It's a dicey position to yeah. put yourself in. Ultimately, it, it makes him look like a scumbag, but then like you were going along with it. So mm. was he that much of a scumbag? Not, no defense here. Yeah. Just, just it's speaking from observation. It's yeah. a, yeah, it's an interesting situation and then you release the messages which yes. further deepens it to make him look more like a scumbag so then so today a, um so that's basically the original yes like the part one of part, part two. one so part two so i haven't heard part two i could be completely wrong he part is a two, complete scumbag she <laughs> apparently today um is insinuating that she was more or less like I don't know. I don't know if she used the word like groomed per se. How but old is she? when she, when the two of them met, it was at a party at Justin Long's house, and she <laughs> was. Just, the story just gets better. So better. she claims she was sixteen. How old is this girl? He, like, kind of forced himself into her life a little bit. Why was a sixteen? She and he was twenty. Justin, he was twenty four at the time. So this this brings up a couple of different things. Oh, he a, worked as Houston. Her there was Oof. so they were there was a party at Justin Long's house, 
there were many women at this house, apparently, according to her report, that were not of age. And there was weird stuff going on. Um, but clearly it's Hollywood. Apparently Jonah Hill, um, was somewhat forceful with her at a young age. Now, again, to your point, yeah, I don't know. She's see, I was trying to come to your defense a little bit, just a little bit. So it's not right. Now I can't, I can't, I can't at all, Um, bro. You're weird. You're weird. Yeah, it's tough. I don't know. You're weird, old man. I mean, if that's true, if that's true. Then not the best. If it's true, you're a weird. Not the best, bro. Not the best. She provides some other examples of some (laughs) other people that were also involved in some odd things in her stories and in her report, I guess, that came out today. But it's not looking great for the boy right now. He's looking a little, (laughs) looking to be like he's in a little bit of a toit spot. Josh, you look. No, I'm just, no, I'm I'm just looking at the, looking at the facts here and. You know, putting things together. She's 27, right? Or she will be 20 if she's had a birthday oh, this year. She's 27 and Jonah's now. what, 34? 39? Mm. Oh, so my God. Together, but they've been together for a minute. Apparently, A minute? Yes. She's a child. Met, met There's no she, minutes there. But they met when she was 16 and she's 27 now? Allegedly. So that's 10 years. Nah, bro. They've been nah, together bro. for 10 years. Yeah. It seems to me, <sighs> if you've been with somebody for 10 years... It seems to me, it seems a little odd that you would just begin to light things on fire in social, like throughout, through social media. It just, fe- it feels odd. I was trying to like give him a benefit of the doubt. I cannot The age thing is yeah. what threw you. And that's what th- I think, I think that is what threw a lot of people, especially today. Anybody that was hanging on yesterday, like I, I was, I was kind of like, well, maybe we didn't get the full story. And then today, if that's all true, then it's, it's not, it's, <laughs> it's a, that's pretty bad. Um, but I've, anyway, that's the Jonah Hill story. And if I was Hill Justin saga, Long, maybe. I'm like, all I was trying to do was get people to buy Mac over yeah. PC. You know what's funny? Right. You know what's funny? He got like he got like pulled into this. <laughs> and what is he doing right now? Where's he's he he's cashing them Apple checks, man. Yeah, but is he like you know? Is he quaking in his boots? I mean, what's he doing? I mean, he's I mean, hosting these weird Hollywood. Parties, ultimately, apparently. you can't blame someone. All right, we've all. But if you're, faci- if you're, yeah, but if you're facilitating, I've never hosted a party. I'm not saying party, he facilitated. Never hosted a party where there were 24 year old people going Praying on 16 year olds. No, I don't. That's no, a no. gap, bro. No. That's a gap. Yeah, there's no way to that's, even defend that. Like, that's a gap. why are these children in here? That, like, yes. if they're not like related to family Happy. here watching my kids while we're partying or something like that, chances they, are like they couldn't drive there. At, at this had, time, chances are you what, had to bring them in. Dude. Chances are you had to bring them in. 2012, 13? That's 2013, yeah. They probably couldn't even get their own Uber. Josh, yeah, what's that? I'm, but I'm, I'm looking at this. Having a hard time tracking yeah, this situation. Yeah, so Jonah Hill and, and this lady yeah. <laughs> made their red carpet debut at the Don't Look Up premiere in December 2021. Yeah. So... They've known each other for eight years prior to that, and we didn't know anything about her. Maybe. Well, Jonah Hill is not like the most what? Maybe I don't know. He's you're. 
he's not maybe the most public person or the most like, yeah. you know what I mean? He, he always can, talks he, about his bouts with anxiety. He seems like he would be a little bit that. of a, and not like a, sure. and, and, and I don't know. A little bit more reclusive this than is the like This is like a dicey Hollywood conversation. Person. I love that I you brought us into this. I, I don't like this. any of it because. We're about to bow out, don't worry. <laughs> I love this. I mean, all right, here's the. here's can see a lot of sweaty brows in this I'm really like, I'm like dancing around what I'm going to say here. Like, I don't know. Say it. If I... (laughs) (laughs) Never mind. Okay. Never mind. I just, I, if, if any of this is true, it makes Jonah Hill look like an absolute creep and predator. Yes. I will agree with what you said earlier, where like the releasing of text messages is very much an invasion of privacy or trust. Mm -hmm. Trust, yes, and also can be very one sided because one person or the other obviously has a stake in what they the rhetoric that they put out, yes, correct. That's that's my take on this. It's also it's also a little tricky too in the way that she went about it, where she released like a huge string of screenshots and and seemingly um, various messages from over a course of a long time, long time. And so you kind of wind wind up, if you're the other person in this situation, you wind up kind of on the defense of something Whatever that was, is gonna come something that that was like yeah. really well planned out or thoughtfully planned out. So like, cause you could roll out, like if you're like strategizing and like building a case in secret for a while, like you build out this giant story, I'm gonna release 20 screenshots. It's like this big thing all yeah. of a sudden well what was her motive and it's like how, how do you even respond because like are you responding to each single thing like, that's the other question were they yeah. did they break up was it what a bad breakup did this i don't yeah. i yeah. don't know in either case the story is still unfolding we don't know either so did we get a ha- bit of happy news to wrap the episode um, you know we kind of did isaiah airdropped me <laughs> um <laughs> while we were i love mystery news let's go yeah um timothy chalamet in dune chalamet chalamet right uh-huh um, so, or I'm sorry, in uh, Willy Wonka, apparently uh, he was cast because of his high school rap videos on YouTube. <laughs> and so I'm, I was trying to find these high school rap videos. Yeah. And I've found several videos of him. Rapping. Like not rapping, but in school plays and whatever it is on Wait, YouTube. Wait, is yeah. this movie a musical? Yes. It is a musical. And that's, the other, yeah. that's okay. the other fun bit here. Yeah. Um, so but, um, oh, I found the rap video. Oh, please. please. Found it. Turn your mic to the speaker. And apparently it's so good that he didn't even have to audition. At a high school? I don't think Timothy Chalamet is auditioning for much. Nah, he's got, he's represented by probably like. I mean, he's. CAA. He's well known at this stage. His agent is a big dog right now. He's a good actor. He can do whatever, I think, for the He did Dune. He's in Dune. Okay. Is he rapping? This is it. Who posted this? Who owns this? <laughs> it's from 2012. It's a very 2012 song. Oh, wow. Can I get context? Is this like a high school thing? High school musical? Talent show? No Talent show? idea. Now, what, I, I can't see it from where I'm it's, sitting. It's, okay, it's Rising Stars 2012. But is he so on a stage? He is on a stage with a bunch of backup dancers. They're all wearing pink shirts and pink pants. So it seems like it, but does it seem like a school event? It 
does it seem not seem like a school event. A little bit higher class than that. But no, it seems like um it's like a mall. What thing? are those? What are those? Um, <laughs> I, I missed those. Like a mall show. Mall no, <laughs> stick with me. Just let me hold on. I'm gonna. I'm gonna stop talking a for a mall second. I'm gonna gather my thoughts. Be aware of what your face looks like. <laughs> <laughs> it's very much like those TLC shows where they have, uh, you know, children performing, and obviously Pageantry. it's more about the pageant. Thank you so much. Pageantry. It kind of seems like one of those where those you, they rent the convention center at Ocean City for yeah. the weekend, and they get a bunch of but this is teenagers this is together man, to perform. Man pageantry. Was Jonah Hill there? Well, no. This is 2012. I have a great question. So, are there man pageants? They call body pageants. bodybuilders. Boy pageants. Yeah, bodybuilders. No, because like there's like girls pageants, right? And they're like young. They're like kids. Oh, you talking about like Mister? Or they're like so and so. Yeah, they're like boy pageants. I, I, I don't like that word. I boy don't like that word at all. You saying boy pageants makes me think of I think you should leave. Well, I can't call it. I can't call it. A man pageant is not uh, probably right. I mean, man pageants are bodybuilders. Can man. you look this up? They male. Am I searching maybe, man? Maybe <laughs> man Just search. Man are there pageants for boys? <laughs> Well, I'm searching man pageant gets me. <laughs> they do have country. Oh, they do shit. have sashes with their country on them. So, Mister So and So, yeah, Josh. I don't know. Yeah, I'm asking the question. I'm not it. sure. You know your algorithm is cooked for like the next two weeks. I don't need to see it. Duck, duck, go, I've only ever heard about like pageantry from the from like the context the, of like the, a, a woman or a girl being in a pageant, but I'm, I just don't know. Are there like pageants for guys? The 2022 man pageant video is now out. Man, pageant. <laughs> it's now out. But is that what it's called? This man is, pageants. Okay, here's what's even weirder. This is on Facebook, and it was posted by the Schuylkill Valley School District. So this is the 2022 man pageant. Some credit. That's what it's called, man well, pageant. Well, now I'm thinking that maybe there's a person named Man, and it's uh, or an organization called Man or something. I like wish that. I could. Is see there like this a video. Mr. Universe or like a Mr. USA? We are switching to private browsing. There you go. Well, um, Mr. Universe. It, oh, well, no, because that's Mr. Olympia. Um, it's like all the man pageants. Or just uh, bodybuilders. Man yeah. of the world, 2022. Of the world. There you go. It might not exist. I don't know. I was just curious. Man of the, it, there's a Wikipedia. It's the, the, the 2022 edition was the fourth edition of the man of the world pageant. Yeah. Held I mean, in the Philippines. In the Philippines. Oh, what a place. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Interesting yeah. place. All right. Well, and wow, guys, baby. we've learned a lot. This, this, is, this is great. This has been an exciting episode. This, this is, is great. Very much a learning experience. Way to go, guys. Yep. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll wrap it up there. Wow. Some big summer. And, uh, summer what? Until <laughs> next time. Until next Wrap week. it up? Yeah, let's wrap it up. Go. <laughs> Close this out. What's wrong with that kid? Does he think that he's black? Chop! Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Timothy. <laughs> That's Timmy Tim. Now. <laughs> Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> <laughs>